Sirius XM Sports Podcasts presents Mad Dog's Daily Bite with Christopher Russo. And good afternoon, everybody! We're going to start with what was just a brain dead, and it just goes to show you, I don't know what these guys do when they're sitting, you know, breaking down plays at 3 o'clock in the morning in some locked-up closet in the middle of the wintertime in godforsaken hellholes like Green Bay, like Nathaniel Hackett. Did he ever have a feel of how to break down a ball game and how to handle the clock and how to make sure you put your players in, you know, the right and put your team, most importantly, in the right position to win the game? I mean, what is he doing? I mean, he can look at that play sheet until the cows come home and be all proud of himself that he figured out a way to, you know, confuse the defense and have a four-yard pick play for a first down. But my God, what a disaster for him. Boy, if his parents were watching that in New Hampshire, they'd be vomiting in the middle of the night. That was a disgrace with Denver last night uh, in that loss in Seattle. And give the uh, Seahawks credit. Crowd was really into it. I didn't realize that they were that down on Wilson a la a Rod. I, I didn't realize that. They obviously feel he forced his way out of there, uh, sort of like what A-Rod did a few years ago with the Mariners, and so they treat him with the same disrespect, and I think he was intimidated by that throughout the night. He played okay. He didn't play special. He only played okay, um, and then of course, uh, you know, obviously Geno Smith outshone him, especially in that first half, but the uh, Seahaw- the uh, Broncos still had some chances. Obviously, the two fumbles they had to settle for a field goal. Uh, how some chances in the second half, but what they were, they stopped Gino on a fourth and one, which helped, which helped. But what they were doing at the end of that game, I have it is a mind boggling occurrence that Nathaniel Hackett thought that his best chance of winning the game was settling, quote unquote, for a 64 yard field goal. Do you know the kickers over 60 yards in the last whatever it might be, a two for 35? Did you know that? Did you know that McManus's longest kick of his career is 61? And I do understand. And the 57-yard field goal is happenstance now in the NFL. I thought that the other day when I watched the Browns kid kicker, York, make that 58-yarder to beat Carolina. And you know, he's a fourth-round pick. He kicked the 58-yarder like it was nothing. And I said, geez, where's Fred Cox? I mean, in the old days, he's a little different. I mean, I, you know, Fred Cox, the last, you know, <laughs> basically non-soccer, uh, non-soccer-oriented kicker who kicked for the Vikings for Forever number 14. But, I mean, it is hard to believe that Hackett thought that his best chance to win the game last night at 17-16 on fourth and five was to opt for a 64-yard field goal. And he's got three timeouts left. I mean, come on, son. I said Paul. I meant Nathaniel. Come on, son. Do a better job than that. I mean, that's atrocious. The franchise gave up the ra- gave up a ransom to get him. Number one picks paid him a fortune. And so he decides in that spot last night an important game on the road. And remember, for the AFC West, these games are important because they're going to cannibalize everybody all year long. So the games on the road, do you really have a good chance of winning? And Seattle would be that kind of game. you got to win. You can't lose that kind of game. Denver's got enough tough road games along the way here. You know, they play out the Rams. They're going to lose that game. they got enough tough road games along the way that they're going to lose. The one road game, they got a good chance to win. they got to salt it away.
away. And this idiot last night opts for a 64-yard field goal. I mean, you really must be kidding. I mean, they play at Baltimore. They play at the Rams. I mean, uh, those are tough games out of the conference. They're not going to win at Tennessee. They're not going to win all those games. So the one they get a chance last night to sneak, and they uh, sneak out of there with a win and and, and bury uh, Seattle. And if obviously Pete Carroll, he opts for a kick. Wilson can't do anything, of course, but support his coach. It was lukewarm, but, I mean, he did his best not to throw him under the griddle. Hackett's answers after the game were so convoluted and so, you know, ununderstandable. I don't know how, I don't even know how to respond. Here's what you say, Nathaniel, in these spots. I blanked up. That's what you say. And get, and get off the dais. That's it. You know what? I made a mistake. There's no way we should have tried a 64-yard field goal when I got a Hall of Fame quarterback at my disposal. My God almighty. Five yards? Even if you got the five yards, it's still a 59-yarder. They needed to get 15, 20 more yards. I don't care what McManus says he can do in warm-ups. All right? Two for 35. His longest kick ever is 61 yards. What, McManus kicked a couple of balls at 4 o'clock in the afternoon into the sunshine, and all of a sudden now he's going to make 80-yard field goals? Jeez, when a field goal kicker tells you I'm good from 64, subtract 10. Make it 54. I mean, I could not believe it. And, you know, listen, I love Buck and Aikman. They didn't really respond as well as they should have. They should have pounded him. They were more wrapped up on a timeout that he was calling with 20 seconds left. I mean, come on. What is the man doing? That is a brain dead. That's a guy who's never sat there and, you know, analyzed the coaching Clock management situation in his life. Never a guy. He saw he saw LaFleur screw up a couple of years ago with that running play in, against Tampa in the playoffs for Green Bay. You mean to tell me this guy, whose father's a coach, you mean to tell me that this kid never in his career sat there and watched an NFL coach screw up or do something well with clock management and picked up on it? I mean, a guy off the street could have figured out that better last night than him. And I am not interested on how he designs plays with his little sheet that he's got 50 options on second and eight. Who cares? Have all the options you want. Run the game right. You only play 17 of them. Run the ball game right. And I did not have Denver, by the way, as a knockout pool. Tory did, so I'm glad he lost because I, I can't stand him. Tory has decided not to play with the Sirius XM people. He's joined somewhere else in Alabama. He's all of a sudden a Nick Saban fan. So forget him. That's a disgrace. Forget him. He blew us off to play with freaking Saban. He died because he's got 150000 he thinks he can win. $150 to get in. Tory don't got a pot to pee in, and he's playing a knockout game for 150 bucks. That's why I wanted the loss. But Hackett, my God, what are you doing to me here? Have a clue, son. I couldn't believe it. And then he's arguing with the officials when the game is over. Jeez, you know what you do? Go into the locker room, apologize to your team, and then face the media and say three words. I screwed up. Answer a couple of questions, get out frontier, and fly back to Denver. And get ready for Houston on Sunday afternoon. The other, the only, you know, I shouldn't be that upset because Fat Rob in freaking Rapid, he had Denver as a knockout pool too, and he's cocky about his knockouts. I always lose early, and he likes to think that he is Mr. Advancement, so he got knocked out of there too. So I was happy. Out. See ya. Don.
Finished. And I was galled by the audacity about that fraud Tory, that phony, that, that elite snob who blew off the serious XM pool where Colin Schmelling plays, where Ernie plays, where Bob Stu plays, where Babjack plays, where Eddie Erickson plays. Or the little guy. Or the little guy. All the little guys who play, the guys who don't make a, you know, Rob Proskowski, what's his name from Sports Up? All the little guys who play, Spitzy, Cohen, the little guys. And Tory can't be bothered and joined somewhere else. What a fraud. So I'm glad they lost. Here is a good, think about it for a minute. They got a Hall of Fame quarterback. They gave up a million number one picks for him. They gave him a fortune. And he decides at the end of the game at midnight, that, you know what, fourth and five, too long. Let's try a 64-yarder, three yards longer than McManus has ever kicked. And by the way, that was at home. Three yards longer than he's ever made against a, in a situation where f- kickers since whenever are two for 35. I mean, you must be kidding me. Must. See, that's the problem, though. It's like the baseball front office guy who hires the manager because he, he speaks front office speak. He's going to, you know, basically go through analytics and, you know, and put the lineup out there that the GM wants him to put out there. Same thing with the football guy. You know, be a spokesman of the team. Get everybody motivated. You know, all for one, one for all. All that freaking nonsense. Get the most out of our quarterback. Put him in positions to win. All right. But when a game is decided there, you got a guy who's got no experience and is a fraud. I mean, my kid Colin could have done better than that. Jeez. You try for a 64-yard field goal? Even Pete Carroll, who's pretty diplomatic with losses and with other coaches, says, yeah, I was surprised they took Wilson out of the game. I couldn't believe it. Even he said it. My God Almighty. And yes, I do have Denver for an over a 10 for the year. If you must know. Another fat guy pick. Fat Rob. Oh my God Almighty. Rob doesn't have a pot to pee in either, and he's going to Prairie, Nebraska to play golf all weekend. Here's a guy that, you know, running flippant burgers in Rapid City. He's going to go golf for three days. Oh, my God. Same thing with Tory. Meanwhile, I can't get my Social Security account organized, which has me annoyed. Where is my statements? Nathaniel Hackett. What a dope. Want more Chris Russo? Listen to Mad Dog Unleashed weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. Mad Dog's Daily Bite is part of the Sirius XM Sports Podcast Network. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts.